my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to Football Forecast Weekly. Hi, everyone. I'm Trip Mitchell, and I'll be joined by two of the best people you'd ever want to do a football, basketball, any show with, and that's Dennis Tobler in Las Vegas, Nevada, and Fred Wallen in Los Angeles, California. Fred is an amazing broadcaster, has been around for a lot of years. I was lucky enough to work with when I started my career out many years ago. He's the Dean of Sports Broadcasters. And speaking of a Dean's List, Dennis Tobler, one of the top sports bettors in America, been doing it for over 45 years for a living in Las Vegas, Nevada, and very few broken bones to show for it. Dennis, first of all, congratulations. Thanks so much for making us part of the 35th uh, edition of this show. I'm very proud to be on it. And you had a heck of a year last year. Yes, we had a heck of a year last year. and I, I must congratulate us. By 1987, we were nationally syndicated around the country with Football Forecast Weekly. And I do believe this year, in 2022, we will have the largest viewership and listenership ever for Football Forecast Weekly. We're going to be on every podcast channel. We're going to be on every OTT. We're going to be on regional sports networks. We're going to be from here to there. So all you have to do is Google football forecast weekly now and you can find the spot you want to watch it from so yes i'm very proud and pleased i'm really happy to have you two guys as part of the show and i can't wait to get going so fred i went back to check on you and you had a heck of a year last year as well and i listened to our uh bowl pre uh, preview show that we did early in december last year and you nailed it. You said Georgia was going to be the national champion. And uh, not a lot of people were going on with you on that. And you had some great predictions for the bowl games. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Last year was, uh, was fine. And I hope that uh, Dennis and I and you do uh, even better this season. Well, Fred, I wanted to send you uh, roses the day that USC and UCLA shocked the football world by saying they're moving back east to the Big Ten. Uh, any thoughts six weeks later on that? The regents of the University of California might deny UCLA the right to do so. When I see that, I'll believe it, but I hope they do. I think what UCLA did was despicable. You, got, you have to tell the other schools in California that are part of your, of your situation what you're doing. You can't run and gun like that just for dough. This country, this world's going nuts. I hope that the regions say no to UCLA, the Big Ten will be happy with USC, and UCLA will have to go back squirming to the Pac-12, Pac-13, whatever you want to, Pac-11, whatever you want to call. Okay, and Dennis, <laughs> I'm wearing a UNLB football shirt because I worked with that program, and there is no conference outside the Mountain West who would take UNLB football, 
but I always look and I'm always proud to have been around that team, even though we are not exactly the University of Alabama college football. No, but there's a uh, quick possibility we get there. We have uh, the huge Allegiant Stadium now where the Raiders play. And that's where UNLV is going to play. So the facilities we have in Las Vegas now are enough to take a, a championship team here. Uh, we just have to keep them off the streets and out of the casinos. Okay. Pretty tough task. Dennis, we might want to uh, check what you've been smoking if you're saying about UNLV and championship football. But, hey, before we get to our first break, want to ask you, guys, who do you think will be the national champion in January? Let's defer to Fred. He was right last year. I don't want to get Nick Saban upset. The odds, uh, I can't bet it. The odds, you're not going to get it. The, you know, the odds are three to one, two to one, something like that. Alabama's going to, in my belief, he's an angry man. You don't uh, fight Nick Saban when he's angry. I'm going with Nick, even though, again, yeah, it's, not, it's not a wager you can make because the odds just aren't, are not in our favor. So is that Alabama? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's well, saying. I just don't want to upset Nick. I I, I think that uh, I uh, he's made his point. I just don't want our fans out there to know these guys by their first name and not know what team we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> is a discerning, smart, intelligent, good-looking, and youthful sports better. And by the way, I just want to say that if you find another top football show out there with more experience than ours watch it because there ain't one out there and by experience in my case i mean yours your case experience but uh we've been through it all and dennis you had a heck of a year in the top football contest and this is a no bs contest you know you listen to all these handicappers who tell you how great they were dennis put a couple grand of his hard-earned money into a contest and came within about five games of winning $1.5 million as it was. You're in the top one-tenth of 1% 1 of the handicappers, and that is verified. So, Dennis, congratulations on a great year. Three games from a million dollars. Just three games from a million dollars. Thank you very much, Trip. I appreciate it. We will be giving our best at the contest here in Las Vegas. Invite everybody from out of town, come enter, get a proxy, Give it a shot. You can go up against the big boys and see how you can fare. But, yeah, it's going to be a great year. My prediction, Fred, to win the college national championship is USC Trojans. Oh, my God. Fred, we've got to not only drug test him, we have to do an alcohol test. Is he nuts? Lincoln Riley is going to go west and have a national championship? Unbelievable. You bet he is. You bet he is. He's got the quarterback. With the transfer portal, anything is possible. I think USC picked up 14 guys after Lincoln said yes to USC. So Dennis could be right on. I mean, obviously he's a UCLA fan. I hope that's not the case, but uh, he could be right on. I know it won't be UCLA. Well, the, the Pac-12 would go from the least prestigious of the major Power Five conferences. And if USC were to do well, if let's say Utah was going in at number eight team in the country – were to get to the championship. Here's the challenge with that. And we're going way long, but I have so much fun talking to you guys and I haven't done it for a while.
But here's the challenge with the final four is the other teams last year, Cincinnati, previously Notre Dame, they always fall to the SEC teams or occasionally Clemson, and it becomes a Southeast affair. I would just be happy if a non-SEC or ACC team were to win the national championship. That's all I want this year. And uh, I'm going to send Santa Claus a note right now. One, one, one small comment there with the transfer portals the way they are and with what Fred said earlier, you're going to see all of that happen in the future. Okay. Well, you heard it right there. For Dennis Tobler and Fred Wallen, I'm Trip Mitchell. I'm lucky enough to be hosting the 35th year of this show. It's a lot of fun. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to Football Forecast Weekly. Trip Mitchell up in the Northern Rockies, Fred Wallen in beautiful L.A. where the rain is plenty and his uh, beautiful green grass looks like the Sahara Desert. And Dennis Tobler in Las Vegas at Bet Central. And let's get to it. Okay. We're going to start at the top. So the football prognosticators, which is a big word, which I struggled through, look at the Buccaneers having the highest total coming in. Their uh, betting line is over 11 and a hook or under 11 and a half. Dennis, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? Way too many. I'm going under the total of 11 and a half in this situation. He does not have Gronkowski this year, and I'm not sure Tom's even uh, that sold on playing. So I'm going to go under 11 and a half on Tampa. Okay, Fred. I agree with Dennis. Uh, right now, as we take this uh, program, uh, he's not even in camp. It's going to take two weeks off, which indicates uh, – uh, he, I don't know what it indicates, but the point is I, I don't trust Todd Bowles winning 12 to 13 games. We'll see what happens. Uh, uh, look, at Brady wants to go out a winner. I don't think he's going to get it done. They've got a lot of talent. There's no question about that. But as uh, Dennis indicated, uh, Gronkowski at tight end is tough to beat. He's not there. So unless in the middle of the season uh, Brady can convince him to come back, I don't think they're going to get 12 or more victories. So I think you got to go under with uh, Tampa Bay. And the, the point you, you know, with Brady not being at camp when we're taping this show, that would have never happened up in New England. I'll guarantee you Belichick wouldn't have put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the case of Tampa Bay with a new coach, the inmates are running the asylum. I don't know if, you know, it, 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 it just doesn't seem straight. So I think that's probably pretty good. Last year, Tampa Bay, coming back off winning the Super Bowl, brought back, I think, 21 out of their 22 or even 22 starters. And it sounds good in theory, but you need some turnover as part of the NFL. So we'll see how they do. The next team, we've got another aged quarterback, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at 11 games. Fred, we're going to start with you on that. Is Aaron Rodgers rededicated to the Packers now that all the kerfuffle is over and He's dumped another fiance, and is he ready for football? I know he's not vaccinated. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, he, he lost Devontae Adams uh, to Vegas. Uh, that's a major difference. He's already screaming at his wide receivers, young wide receivers, and not catching the ball. That's not the kind of leader I want. I want, to, I want the leader to take the blame sometimes and get the new guys to feel good about themselves, and he's already opening his mouth. Get vaccinated. Maybe I'll be in your corner, but at this point, uh, look at the Packers have. He's one, he's an all-time great. I don't think he's going to retire until he's got every one of Brady's records. 
That's how big his ego is. I call him Aaron Ego, okay? But uh, you just don't start a season screaming at your young wide receivers, specifically because you lost your best wide receiver in Adams. So uh, uh, they're going to get their 12 or 13 wins. What's the exact number? I saw 11 and a half, and I saw 12. Is it 12 and a half or is it 12? I work to go for this, this show at 11. So, and and as Chris Berman used to call it, the NFC, the Norris division with Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, another unvaccinated quarterback, Chicago, which is Fields not going to be doing great in Detroit. Green Bay gets a lot of easy wins. Um, but so what number would you, so at 11? If it's 11, I'm going over, but, uh, you know, it, it, he's going to have to, sh- he's going to have to show the kids, the young guys, that he cares about them and not himself. They're, they're going to get their 12 wins. So I guess you got to go over um, at this point in time. Okay. And Dennis. Well, I think you're right. They're going to get a lot of easy conference wins. Uh, they always do. I don't know though. They start off slow every year and it doesn't sound like they're going to start off fast this year with you, with Rogers yelling at everybody. And I can tell you myself from playing on the football field, the minute the damn quarterback starts yelling at you, that's about the time you want to wrap up and slap him or else let your guy go and put him on the ground. So, you know, Rogers and these arrogant quarterbacks that make a hundred million dollars, sometimes their blabber mouth gets them in trouble. I don't think they're going to win that many games this year. I think Devonte Adams was all he had and he had something when he had him. And I don't like the coaching situation. I think Aaron Rodgers runs the whole team. And if the morale goes, the team goes. I'm just going to play it under. Okay. And well, our next team up is my favorite team, and that is the Buffalo Bills. And the number that I'm showing here is 11 and a half games. Dennis, what do you think about the Buffalo Bills with one of the best young quarterbacks in football and arguably the best fan base, the Western New York fan base? Dennis? Well, there's one thing I want to I want to make a uh, a comment here that for all these teams like this to be up to have 11 and 12 wins on the season, as much as the NFL has been a 50-50 league over the last few years, I think 11 and 12 wins are way too high for about anybody. I think 11 and a half too win uh, too many wins for the Buffalo Bills too. I know they're going to be good. I know they're going to be better than they were before, but they didn't win the Super Bowl last year. So we'll see where it goes with them. But I'm going to play under that, too. In this, you know, when you're looking forward in the season, and I want to get a disclaimer out there for all the serious betters, before you put your money down for six months to see what the outcome of the season is going to be, you better be damn sure you're going to be right. Because to tie up your money that long, you can turn it over every month on a per se basis and end up with more than you do picking these team totals. So if you're doing it for fun, do it for fun. And uh, in this one here, I'm going under. Sorry, Trip. And Fred. We disagree. Sometimes old people disagree. Dennis is very (laughs) old. Um, And by the way, you know, when Dennis talked about letting a defensive lineman through to tackle his quarterback, the rest of us, at Football Forecast Weekly, do not encourage that behavior. But Dennis was playing with a leather helmet, so who knows? Uh, the Buffalo uh, Bills finished 11-6 and six last year. They lost five games that they could have won. They lose by two, three, four points. 
I don't think Sean McDermott's a bad coach. So that's going to balance out. So there you got, let's say you win two or three of those, you got 13 or 14 wins. As you indicated, Tripp, I, I think that Allen, Herbert, and uh, Mahomes, the best three quarterbacks in the National Football League. And in some ways, Allen may be the toughest to stop because most of the quarterbacks in the league think pass first and they run only when they have to. Some quarterbacks like uh, uh, Oh, like in, like, in, like in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, you think run first and he'll pass only when he has to. Allen can do both. He doesn't think run. He doesn't think pass. He might be the best quarterback in this league. I think the goal. And the other thing, Fred and Dennis, is Allen is a big studly character. If you look at Kyler Murray or the Jackson or these other quarterbacks, they're not big guys. But jo- Josh Allen, when he hits – if cornerbacks don't want to tackle him, if he breaks through, he's a big stud. And no, I'll give you a fair warning. If you base all your selections on who the quarterback is and all the press they get, you're always going to say they're going to win more games than they lose. Fact of the matter is they're no better off than anybody else. The rules over these years has just made it easier for the quarterbacks to survive. They, don't, they can't get hit. The receivers can't get hit. I mean, you know, the, the quarterbacks are overrated. Okay, let's, let's move on down the line. Okay, well, let's go to another team with a quarterback that I think is one of the most amazing quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs at a number 10 and a half. Dennis, I'm going to start with you, and then I'm going to get to Fred, because Fred and I agree that Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Dennis? Yes, Mahomes is Mahomes is amazing, and that they may get to uh, uh, 11 wins, but I doubt it. They won't get to 11 and a half. Look, Andy Reid's a terrible coach. He's always been a terrible coach, and I don't care what anybody says. I've watched him coach everywhere, and he's <laughs> never won anything that you can speak of. So he's a terrible coach. Mahomes can throw the ball sidearm, but over the years, I've told you each and every year, he does a little bit less. Because the uh, the defensive coordinators are cutting down into these his action, they didn't win the Super Bowl last year. They didn't even get there. So you know, I'm going to say yes, they're going to win over ten and a half games, and uh, I'm I'm going to hold my breath. I sure as hell wouldn't put much money on it. Hey, Fred, uh, cancel that interview for uh, Dennis Tobler to be uh, Andy Reid's agent. I think that interview process will go poorly. Fred, what do you think? They lose Tyreek uh, to Miami. Um, with that said, if you remember last year, they started very, very slowly. When they had to win, what happened? They in the won. regular, in the regular, they won. That's going to happen this year too. Twelve or thirteen or fourteen wins for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, what was my Mahomes' contract? Five hundred million. He'll earn it. I, I, I'll take Kansas City over the number. Okay, and. Dennis, we're going to the Rams. Do you think we should disqualify Fred because he's a Southern Californian? Or uh, what the heck? We're going to start with Fred. So no, I think Fred knows more than uh, the rest of us on the Rams. I'll, I'll guarantee you that about most things. Uh, ten and a half on the Rams. Fred, what are your thoughts defending Super Bowl champs? You know, I, ironically, I'm not a Sean McVay guy. If you followed the Rams last couple of years, there were games he played too close to the vest. He played not to lose, and they actually lost. I'm like very fortunate in the playoffs. I'm like, you can't take that away from him. 
but uh, I'm not a big McVay fan. You've got uh, a bad elbow with Stafford, and he's no, he's not going to marry Lily of AT and T. That's a rumor <laughs> I started. Uh, he'd have to go through a divorce. So, but he likes her very much. But he's not going to separate her. Um, obviously, uh, uh, they start in Buffalo first game, so uh, you know that's going to tell you something right away. And uh, they're going to go over ten and a half. Okay, but it's very tough to repeat uh, in the National Football League as Super Bowl champion. So you know they may go 11, 12 victories. I don't see them winning it. Akers is an awfully fine running back. Apparently he's a hundred percent this year. He is tough to stop, but uh, they're going to get their 11 or 12 wins and they're going to win it. But somewhere along the line, uh, McVay will play it too tight and uh, they'll lose in the playoffs in my humble opinion. Okay. NFC winning the last two Super Bowls, uh, Brady in his first year at Tampa Bay and then Matthew Stafford, the Georgia product coming over from the lions and winning it. Let's uh, stay in LA, the chargers, another great young quarterback is, Fred mentioned, uh, let's talk about the Chargers. The number we have is 10. Are they going to do better than 10 wins this year, Fred? Brandon Staley definitely cost them a chance to make the playoffs last year by calling that ridiculous timeout. That was not his only air. Believe me. They've got the wide receivers. They've got Herbert. They're going to go over. They're going to go over the number this year. Staley will save his job. Anthony Lynn, of course, uh, fired two years ago. Um, they, they're going to get over the number. But, uh, I, again, you know, there were very few great coaches. You mean, Belichick, great coach. But there are very few coaches that I would say win you games that you shouldn't win. Uh, and Staley is not one of these guys off of what I've seen so far. Even McVay is not what, I've, what that would uh, indicate at this point of his career. There are very few coaches in the National Football League that win games that the, they shouldn't win. So, again, they're going to go over, and uh, we'll see what happens as far as that is concerned. Okay, so, Dennis, we need to get your thoughts on the Rams and the Chargers. The Rams, I agree with Fred. I agree that they will go over. I, I'm i going to disagree with Fred on this one and probably a lot of them in the AFC West. I don't see how Kansas City, the Chargers – Denver Broncos with Russell and uh, the newly reformed Las Vegas Raiders. It's going to be doggy dog in that conference, man. It could, they could win one, lose. They could split every game, each one of them and not have a 10 win season. So I'm playing under on the chargers. I'm not as sold on their offensive prowess as Fred is I mean they're good but uh, they still have to stop the other team from scoring and I think they're overrated I think they might end up at the bottom of the AFC West sorry Fred okay well Fred will uh you know we'll reconvene in four months and uh see who's right on that we got one more team before we go to the break we're going to talk about the Ravens but when we come back we're going to talk about the Cowboys Jerry Jones team, but let's bring up the Ravens right now. One of the most exciting quarterbacks in football contract issue. He's his own agent. And as they say in the legal profession, if uh, what do they say about having a being your own lawyer, you got a terrible client or something. You're a fool. Yeah. that You're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> so Dennis on the Ravens, I got nine and a half, the number over or under Dennis. What's your thought? Well, 
you know, they should go over nine and a half, but doesn't he get hurt every year? And he wants a five-year deal worth, I don't know, $600 million or something. He must be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Uh, he seems to me like he gets hurt all the time. He can't make quick decisions. I'm not saying he's not the greatest quarterback in the uh, National Football League uh, by any stretch of the imagination. He has to put it together over a period of time like Rodgers and like uh, Brady and like Mahomes in order to be considered in that league. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. I'm going to go over. And, uh, Fred, Harbaugh has all of a sudden, he's built up a lot of years in Baltimore, and he certainly gets a lot of respect as maybe one of those coaches who can get more out of his team than they normally would another coach might be able to get except last year he cost him a couple of games by making stupid decisions. And I mean, an average football fan would say that really is stupid. He was trying to prove a point. He's a stubborn guy, just like his brother at Michigan. He's too stubborn. And I agree with Dennis from the perspective that I don't want my quarterback negotiating more money while the season is going on or something to that effect. And Lamar Jackson is not the best quarterback in the league. He's not worth more than $500 million as Mahomes makes. He's not uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of quarterbacks are better than him. He thinks run first, fine, but you're not going to win with a quarterback who runs. Because first of all, you can get injured, uh, and, but he runs first. I don't think, I think nine and a half is a, t- is, a high, is a high number for Baltimore. I see them going eight, nine, seven and 10 in that range and not much better. Okay. On that note, we're going to take a short break. As I mentioned, we come back, the Cowboys. But first of all, <coughs> excuse me, want to mention one of the great documentaries of all time, and by many people, best sports documentaries ever, and that's Now Place Your Bets. And this is a fabulous documentary about the history of sports betting with some big people involved with it, including Pete Rose. Excuse me. And Dennis was able to get an amazing interview with Pete Rose talking about his proclivity for gambling. And both Fred and I worked with him at times at various sports networks. And at one point we had him at the uh, MGM Grand. And at the seven minute break at the top of the hour, Pete was over betting the ponies. So he he is a better (laughs) if it's four legs, two legs, if it's on skates, rollerblades, whatever. Pete Rose will get a wager down on it. Now Place Your Bets, a great, great sports movie. And please order it. We'll have some information during one of the breaks. Yeah, let's tell them how they can get to it, Trip. Let's tell send them right to the website, nowplaceyourbets.com. You can go there. You can watch the, the video or you can order a DVD. And uh, it's on Amazon Prime Video also. Now Place Your Bets, the history of sports betting in America, number one sports betting film in the world. You must see it if you're going to be a professional better. Okay. On that note, we'll take another break. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the show. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Um, we're looking at a number of 10, and that seems a little ambitious. Uh, Dennis, I'm going to start with you because you're our, our top expert. What do you think the Cowboys at 10 games? I think that's way too many games for the Cowboys to win. I think they're in deep trouble. Uh, Zach is no quarterback. We know that. 
Uh, we've watched that for year in, year out. Zeke is not a running back. We know that. We've watched that. And Jerry Jones just does not know how to put talent together. That's all there is to it. He spends most of his time in the top of that restaurant in downtown Dallas, and that's where he holds his court. He don't really care much, I don't think, because he's got the most valuable sports team in America, the, the Dallas Cowboys, and they don't even have to win to get that moniker. So, no, I don't think they will meet their win total this year. And I'm not impressed with Zach. I'm not impressed with Zeke. And I'm not impressed with any lineman they have. And also, their defense is always their weak spot. What are you going to do with Dallas? They're not America's team. <laughs> Fred, how do you feel? How do you think Dennis feels about the cheerleaders? You know, I, I, I can't disagree with anything Dennis just said there. I think Jerry Jones' mind is elsewhere. Seven point what seven point six billion dollars uh, the club is worth. Uh, it's not America's team anymore because they're just not as good as they used to be. Um, I disagree with him about Dak though. I, I think he's a better quarterback. I think that Dennis is saying, and I think if Zeke is healthy, um, come on, you, know, you saw him at Ohio State. You saw him when he was healthy. He's a top-notch running back. Ten's a high number though, so I'm going to go under. But it's not. I don't think they're as bad as Dennis indicates. Okay, let's go to the Colts. Uh, Fred, we'll start with you. Ten, the number. Oh well, they have a new. They have a new. They have a new quarterback. Don't a they? Quarterback, all... A quarterback who has a lot to prove. Um, uh, you know, I got to say something though. I think if healthy Wentz is not a bad quarterback, I, I think maybe he's been treated a little bit unfairly. But anyway, they have a new quarterback. I think that's going to make a difference. Obviously, they've got a wide receiver, and they've got a top-notch coach. I think Reich is a, Reich is a top-notch coach. The number's 10, did you indicate? Yep. I think they're going over. Uh, last year, was uh, they were 9 and 8. I think they're going 11 or 12. I think they're going over, and they make the playoffs. And then we'll see what happens. But again, you know, Ryan's got a lot to prove, so we'll see what happens. Okay, and Dennis? Uh, I'm going to agree with Fred, uh, unbelievably, and 10 is a high number for Indianapolis, and that kind of is why I'm going to agree, because uh, I think Ryan fits right into their scheme, and I disagree about Wentz. He's another one of these overrated crybaby quarterbacks. <laughs> and you'll see he won't, take the, he won't take the commanders anywhere either. So anyway, I think Matt Ryan can throw the ball. He he got stuck in some bad situations in Atlanta. And when they lost the Super Bowl that year, when they going into halftime and ended up blowing the Super Bowl, Atlanta went to hell from that point forward. Okay. And Ryan needs a new start because he's about all they had. And uh, he's got the tools there. He's got the running back, the best running back in the league, maybe. And uh, it's certainly going to help him in his passing game. And they don't have that big of uh uh, schedule to to overcome. So I'm going to agree with Fred. I think they'll go over 10. Okay, Dennis, we're going to keep it here. We'll go out to San Francisco and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo are us, the uh, greatest soap opera in the NFL this last year. What's going on there? Uh, the Niners number from DraftKings is 10. And uh, Dennis, we'll start with you on that. Well, I don't know what they're going to do with Garoppolo and, and Trey. And uh, I don't think we're going to get any indication until the season starts either, because I don't think the coach wants to play anybody during the preseason time to 
to uh, see what they can do. Look, they closed the year out really well. They still have De Debo Sam Samuels, right? They still have Debo. And uh, I think they're going to be tough. I, I don't know. They just play well. I'm going to go over nine and a half. Is that the number nine and a half? And 10 we're going with. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll say they'll win at least 10. Okay. And Fred? First of all, let, let me say something. And people have been writing about this, and I think it's true. We went from four exhibition games to three exhibition games when they added the one game in the regular season. So what's going on here is none of the regular players are playing at all in some cases. A, it's unfair to the fans who have to buy season tickets, who have to pay for the exhibition preseason game at the same price. But you really, up until the second or third week of the regular season, these guys haven't played at all. So it's very, very difficult. It's a very tricky situation. When you play four, the second game, they play some of their regulars when they play four, four exhibition games. They're not doing that. They're only playing three, and they're not playing the guys at all. You can't right. tell. I don't know if Trey Lance from North Dakota State is a top-notch quarterback. I mean, you know, he played at North Dakota State. Fine Division two. That's not Alabama or Ohio State or USC. We'll see. Uh, Garoppolo seems to win even without the big arm, wherever he goes. So I don't know if the team is split down the middle. You like Lance, you like Garoppolo, but that's not a good situation to be in. And finally, Kyle Shanahan is not my favorite coach on earth. With that okay. said, uh, with, with that said, I'm going under with the 49ers. Okay, we're going to go to the Broncos. Uh, get it, picking up a great quarterback, uh, the Wisconsin North Carolina product. Um, tremendous in Seattle. Uh, one of the worst interceptions ever, and we're not going to lay it on, on Wilson. That was a coaching error by uh, the guru. But uh, how are the Broncos going to be? The number we're going to use from DraftKings is 10. Fred, under or over? He's my favorite quarterback of the modern era. He's a bright guy. He gives to charities. These golf tournaments, He's him and his wife are given quarter of a million, half a million dollars for charitable situations. He's my favorite quarterback, but he's not what he was two, three, four, and five years ago. I think they're going under the Denver Broncos. They've got wide receivers. I just don't think Wilson might get hurt again. We saw what happened last season. I'm sorry to say it because, as you indicated, I, I saw him play at uh, North, Dakota, uh, North Carolina State, and I saw him play at Wisconsin. I knew he'd be a good quarterback. I had no idea how good he was. He's not at that level right now. Hard for me to say Denver's going under. Okay. And Dennis? Well, I, I disagree with Fred on that. I think you're going to see the best out of Russell now. I think that he got away from a team that couldn't block for him and had no, no uh, receivers. So I think going to Denver is going to be a big help. And I really think that Russell will make a big difference there. So I'm going to, I'm going to go under though, because I'm telling you again, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Raiders, all of them cannot possibly have eight or 10 or 11 wins. They play in the same division. So I don't think they'll go over the 10 simply because the number's too high and the division's too tough, but I look for them to be much improved. Okay. And then real quick, we're going to get to the Eagles at nine and a half and the Bengals. But let's start with the Eagles. Dennis, we're going to keep it right here with you. Well, the Eagles are getting a lot of play in, in town here at nine and a half. Uh, they were less than that earlier in the year. So they think the Eagles are going to be very good this year. Nine and a half is a big total, but they don't play anybody either. 
I'm going to play over nine and a half on what should be a new revamped Eagles team. And yeah. the Bengals, the Bengals, uh, they got there last year. They they'll probably get there this year. They don't. They will have a much tougher schedule, however. And I don't know what this. What's their total? Ten. What's their team? Ten. Ten. Uh, no, I don't think they'll make ten. Okay. And Dennis or Fred, excuse me. I th I think the Bengals will go over. Burrow's a top-notch young quarterback. And again, uh, you can't judge anything on quarterbacks. Dennis is right on that. But uh, sometimes a quarterback can get you over the hump. So I, I think the Bengals will probably win 11 or 12 games. Eagles, I, I think, you know, I was a big fan of Jalen Hurts. He got pushed out of Alabama. I uh, didn't like the way he was treated down there. Um, he's an average, a little bit above average quarterback. Uh, Dennis indicates that, you know, it's not a tough division versus some of the others. But still, 10 is a tough, nine and a half or 10 is a tough number to reach. So I'm going to say the uh, Eagles with Hurts go a little bit under that number, probably finish eight and nine or seven and 10. Okay, we're going to take a break and we'll come back and finish up the NFL. You're watching Football Forecast Weekly with Dennis Tobler, Fred Wallen, and Trip Mitchell. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the show. We've had a chance to go through and highlight the top teams in the NFL. If your team didn't get mentioned today, the win total is a little bit less. But we want to just emphasize that Dennis has been one of the top sports bettors in America for 45 years. He has made his living betting sports, the ponies. This guy knows his stuff. Fred Wallen has been covering the top teams as one of the most respected sports journalists and broadcasters. These two guys are a lot of fun to work with. They've given us some great information. And one of the things that I've picked up from today's show, gentlemen, is the fact that if you've got an amazing Let's take a look at the AFC West, for instance. You've got some amazing teams there. If you've got a total for your team at over 10 or 11 games, it's going to be awfully tough to get there. Dennis, you've hit that point, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think it does, too. And once again, I want to caution everybody about putting up cash money on team totals or any kind of long-term prop proposition bet. You're better off betting your single wagers and sticking to the sticking to your bankroll. That's the best way to get from here to there in the gambling business. So you want to turn that money, Dennis? Is that correct? You don't want to. Yeah, have you want to turn your money. I mean, uh, it's a different situation if you're putting up a thousand dollars to enter a contest that pays back a million dollars at the end, but that never happens in these things. You put up sometimes you'll lay a hundred and seventy-five dollars only to win a hundred back. I think that's what the odds are on some of those top teams. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Do not tie your money up like that. We'll give you winners every week for the next 21 weeks. Okay. And, Fred, there's only one show in America that will do over and under totals and then at the end of the show tell you not to bet them. That's us. <laughs> Let me just add this. This will be Pete Carroll's last season in Seattle. I'm not religious, but thank God. He's <laughs> had it. He's had it. He's had it. Geno Smith, not a bad quarterback. I'm sorry. He, he's going to pay the price for whatever he's done in his football career, leaving USC, the Reggie Bush deal, whole circumstance, blaming others. Pete Carroll's done. They'll be lucky to win six or seven games this year. So uh, go. I agree. The well, way we covered Seattle now. 
So let, let's go back on the wayback machine when Pete Carroll made arguably the worst offensive play call in the history of the You must have been just amazed. Uh, everybody yes. was amazed. Yeah, even if it was Carroll. I mean, was, everybody was so mad they lost so much money that they'll never go away. They'll never go away. That's the biggest blunder Carroll ever made, and it'll go with him to his grave. <laughs> Fred, were you? Uh, did you go through a box of Kleenex crying for Pete Carroll? Never. And I, again, I'm a UCLA fan, not USC. He knew what was going on with the Reggie Bush thing. He ran out on the program. He's blamed. When they win, he takes credit. When they lose, he blames the players. That can't be. That's like Aaron Rodgers, you know, as a quarterback. A coach has got to pass, you know, yeah, the buck stops here. And it's got to, when they lose, you got to take responsibility. When have you ever heard him say, I made a mistake? Ever? Well, I'm still waiting Never. for the. But he is, you got to give him this. He's very youthful. So. He's <laughs> He run, you know, he for, tries to stay useful by running up and down the sidelines, but I'm not sure that's going to do him any good anymore. I mean, I'm I'm the same age he is, and running up and down sidelines not good for you. I don't care who you are. So uh, I agree with Fred. I think I think he's on his way out too. And some of these these lesser teams in the NFL, that's why the season totals are really high because some of these teams are really bad. And some of them are really going to suffer this year. So there's going to be a lot of difference. Uh, there's going to be some upsets. But generally this year, you're going to see the favors prevail. Okay. Well, on that note, we want to thank everyone involved in the show. First of all, Fred Wallen, great to get a chance to visit with you each and every week. Uh, someone, when I started in the business, I really looked up to. And as good a broadcaster as you are, you're a nicer guy. And I'm really looking forward to another work. Another year of working with you. And Dennis, what can I say? You're the man. And uh, it's we've been doing this a long time. And I would like to add something before we go out. The, we've talked about us a lot, but Trip Mitchell was the first man to own a hockey team in Las Vegas, Nevada. So you can, you can just get some idea of the experience this man has in every sports there was. I mean, can you imagine being the first owner of a hockey team here that played at Santa Fe Casino long before the Golden Knights, long before the others? Trip Mitchell was there blazing the trail. Trip, I want to thank you for blazing the trail with us all this time, too. So thank and, you. By the way, last night we pulled – the Squatch, my men's league team here in beautiful Salt Lake, down one nothing, facing elimination in the playoffs. We scored four straight. So the joy is uh, tomorrow night uh, I get to play at 10.30 in the league semifinals. So I'm the oldest player in the league and still love it. And uh, you know what? Uh, this is a show where old dogs have lots of tricks. And when it comes to sports betting, experience is important. If you see a guy who's trying to tell you who to bet on, who just started shaving, maybe you need to know, maybe go a little older. Uh, but anyway, I'm so excited about this year. Alan, the, our new man back in Tennessee is going to be helping us out this year. The show is going to have a great look. We're excited about it. For Dennis Tobler and Fred Wallen, I'm Trip Mitchell saying thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. You take care. Bye-bye. My son had a gift with technology. 
with reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program. The world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 